Spider and the Sky God, an Akan legend, retold by Deborah M. Newton Chocolate, illustrated by Dave Albers. Long ago in Africa, long before there were stories on earth, there lived a spider named Anansi. Anansi spun the most beautiful spider webs in all his village. But his secret wish was to spin stories and tales as splendid as his webs. Anansi knew that all the stories belonged to the sky god. So, one day, Anansi threw his silk web up, up, up to the sky. When he reached the court of the great sky god, Anansi bowed low to the ground. Oh, god of all things, he said, I wish to know, what is the price of your stories? Seated before the elders, sky god laughed. Greater ones than you have come to buy my stories, Kwaku Anansi. Sky God looked at the spider's spindly legs and choked through his laughter. Someone so tiny, so tiny as you could never pay the price. I shall pay whatever price you asked, insisted the spider. So Sky God answered Anansi, My stories cannot be bought except that you bring me these four things. Onini, the python, Moboro, the buzzing hornets, Osibo, the leopard, and Moatia, the fairy. I will bring you all of these things, Anansi promised boldly. So Anansi the spider threw his web down, 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 and scrambled back to earth. Aso, his wife, was cooking plantain and yam mash in their hut. He told her all about Sky God and what he must do to buy his stories. As they sat down to eat, he asked, What is to be done that we may capture Onini the python? Aso answered, Cut a branch from a palm tree. Also, cut some vine creeper. Then take them to the river where Onini the python lives. Anansi headed for the river. As he walked along, the spider talked out loud. He was all by himself, but he pretended that Aso, his wife, was walking beside him. But it is longer than Onini, he said. It is not as long as Onini. Tell the truth. It is longer, longer, very much longer than Onini. Then Anansi said, there is Brother Python lying near the river. Let us ask him ourselves. Having overheard this imaginary argument, the Python inquired, What is all this talk of Onini about? It is I, Anansi the spider, and my wife Aso, who is arguing with me that this palm branch is longer than you. I say that it is not true. Onini the python thought for a moment and then said, Come, measure me with a palm branch. Then we will see which of you is right. Anansi laid the palm branch down beside the python's long body. You must stretch yourself, said Anansi. Python did as he was told. 
Then the spider took the vine and quickly wound it around Python and the palm branch. Thwit, thwit, thwit was the sound of the tying till Anansi came to Python's head. Now, certain that Onini could not escape, the spider stopped tying and shouted, Ho! I shall take you up to Sky God and receive his tails in exchange. Anansi was so pleased with himself that on the way home he spun the most beautiful web. When Anansi reached home, he told Aso what had happened, adding, Now there are the hornets to catch. His wife said, Look for a calabash bowl and fill it up with water. Then go to the forest. The spider did as she suggested, carrying the calabash into the forest. Soon he heard the sound of Maboro, the buzzing hornets, hanging in the still air. He climbed a nearby tree and sprinkled water on them. The rest of the water he poured over himself. Then he covered his head with a plantain leaf. Anansi spoke to the hornets. The rains have come, my brothers. Perhaps you had better shelter yourselves in this calabash bowl of mine so the rain will not drown you. Can't you see that I cover myself with this plantain leaf to keep dry? The hornets replied, We are grateful to you, brother spider, grateful to you and they all flew into the calabash bowl and disappeared. Buzz! Suddenly, Anansi slapped the wet plantain leaf over the mouth of the bowl. Aha, said Anansi, I have captured you. Now you too will serve as payment for the stories I seek from Sky God. The spider spun a silky path back to the village. Now there is Osibo the leopard to catch, Anansi said to his wife. Aso told him, you must dig a deep hole. So the spider set off in search of leopard's tracks. Once he found them, he dug a deep hole in the path. He covered the hole with branches and returned to the village. Early the next morning, Anansi went back to the forest. He found the leopard lying at the bottom of the pit and called out to him. Oh, brother leopard, I have warned you not to drink of the fruit of the palm tree. Now look at you. You have fallen into this pit. If I were to get you out, surely tomorrow you would try to eat me and my children. The leopard replied, Oh no, brother, I could never do anything as bad as that. But still... I am afraid you would, the spider insisted. Anansi, begged the leopard, if you help me get out, I will never catch you or your children, nor any of your cousins. Anansi cut two bamboo sticks from a nearby grove. He stuck one bamboo stick into one wall of the pit. Then he pushed the other stick into the wall opposite and said to leopard, Place one paw here and the other there. Leopard did as Anansi instructed. Out of sight of Leopard was a cage near the top edge of the pit. As Leopard climbed up, Anansi lifted the door of the cage, then let it slap down. Thump! Leopard was trapped in the cage. 
Foolish, foolish leopard! Now I will trade you for the stories of Sky God. Anansi was very pleased with himself. Along the path, a beautiful spider web followed Anansi to his hut. When Anansi reached the village, he carved a flat-faced wooden doll, Anakua's child, from an autumn tree. He tapped some sticky fluid from a gum tree and painted the doll's face and body with it. Then he pounded ito from mashed yams. He put some ito in the doll's hand. He pounded more yams and put them in a brass pot. After tying a string around the doll's waist, he took the doll and placed it at the foot of the autumn tree, the place where fairies came to play. Along came Moatya the fairy. Moatya asked the doll, Akua, may I eat some of your mash? Anansi jerked the string, and the doll nodded her head and did a little dance. She says I may eat some. When the fairy finished eating, she thanked the doll, but this time the doll did not answer. Perhaps she is asleep. I will open her eyes with my hand. When Moajja tried to open the doll's eyes, her hand stuck there in the gum. My hand is stuck, she cried. I will take my other hand and try again. Now both hands were stuck fast. She pushed against the doll with her foot, and it, too, was stuck. Suddenly, Anansi jumped out from behind the tree. Now I have you, he shouted. I shall take you to Sky God, and he will give me his tails. And the spider went back to the village with a fairy in his spider web. After gathering the python, the hornets, the leopard, and the fairy, Anansi spun a great web around his catch. He threw his silk web up, up, up to the sky. When Anansi reached the court of the great sky god, he bowed low to the ground. O god of all things, here are Onini, the python, Moboro, the hornets, Osibo, the leopard, and Moatya, the fairy. All are payment for your stories. Then Sky God called his court of elders. He put the matter before them. Great kings have come and gone, unable to pay the price for my stories. But here before us is Kuakuanansi. He has given me Onini the python, Moboro the hornets, Osibo the leopard, and Moatia the fairy. We must sing praise to Kuakuanansi. Shouted the elders. Kwaku Anansi said the sky god, From now on and forever, I give my stories to you. Kosi, 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 bless you, bless you, bless you. No more shall they be known as stories of sky god, but we shall call them spider stories. And so it came to be that Anansi traveled from town to town spinning his splendid spider tales. Sometimes he told them with mime and music, but always the stories lived on in the listeners' memories. Anansi the Spider is the hero of stories told by the Akan people of West Africa. The Akan include several tribes in the southwest part of the country of Ghana. 
Spider and the Sky God is a legend all about storytelling. It is an example of a why story, or a story that tells of how something came to be. Anansi is a tricky fellow, greedy and cunning, but very likable. Through his cleverness, Anansi is able to overpower many larger animals. Around the world, some of the most popular stories are about the trickster. In America's Southwest, the trickster is a coyote. In the Pacific Northwest, he is a raven. Brer Rabbit is also a trickster, just like Anansi. Trickster stories are marked by a sharp sense of humor that exposes human nature. Storytelling was very important to the Akan, even before they had written language. It taught their children valuable lessons about life. The Akan storyteller, often a woman, would say prayers before telling her stories. Many of the stories would tell about the relationship between people and God. African storytelling involves everyone. Listeners chant and sing choruses that become part of the storyteller's tale and often answer her questions. As the story builds, the storyteller even acts out the characters' roles while the audience joins in. The stories of Anansi traveled from Africa to the New World with the slaves. In the American South, they are known as Aunt Nancy stories. In the Caribbean, they have survived as Anansi stories. But in his African homeland, they are still called spider stories. That is the end of Spider and the Sky God, an Akan legend, retold by Deborah M. Newton Chocolate, illustrated by Dave Albers. This book was read by Courtney Carey at the studios of the Connecticut Radio Information System.